0: You're exactly where you need to be. And you're listening to ADD Comedy with Dave Rizowski. Today's guest on ADD Comedy is Jeffrey Nicholas Brown. You've seen him, guaranteed. In HBO's True Blood, he played Sookie's dad. Yeah, that guy. He's been on Modern Family, Arrested Development, and he's currently a series regular on Nickelodeon's Henry Danger. Tell the kids. You probably didn't recognize him as one of the blue guys in the Blue Man Group. Yep, he's one of them. He's positive. He's funny. He's enlightened. He's charming. In other words, he's the perfect ADD comedy guest. I, I left college in 83, 82, and that? then I went to Chicago, and that's when the thing, everything was booming. Right. Like, everything was booming in 82. How old are you?
1: I am 39.
0: Okay, so you were very young at that right. time. Right, but uh, um, yes. But at 82, 83, everything was really booming, uh-huh. and I that's when I met Del Close, and I studied all right. that. But uh, was it prior to that I was doing a play and I did a play at the third floor of the Metro and what we had to do there was because it was abandoned uh-huh. it was just fucking abandoned and we had to clean that space up I don't maybe it was years and years and years before anybody I was years after anybody had ever been there uh, and so I did a show there and then I met Deb and Dan and I can't Deb 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 Lacoste and Dan Castaneda and they wrote this play and it was a silent play and uh <laughs> I know it was, I know the silent play it's a very silent, it yeah. was, wasn't the silent play it was yeah. a silent play right I've and done, yeah it was um and they were and then I met that and then I worked with them and then he auditioned for uh, no I worked for them and then I worked with them again for the seed show at the organic theater they wrote another play wow, so you so, did a lot of like straight theater
1: before you were at second city
0: Oh, I did a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, at that time, I my, my first foray into improv was in a theater company that performed in prisons in 82, wow. 83, something like that, just as I got out of school and I auditioned for that. And fun. so I toured around for a year and I had no, I, you know, again, Chicago Theater was just starting yeah, this yeah. awesome fucking thing. When did Steppenwolf
1: start? Like I think early 80s. Or early 80s, too, right? early
0: yeah. 80s. And, um... Uh, I had known Jeff Perry yeah, because know, he, Jeff. yeah, Jeff is obviously you know Jeff Perry. I, I had I, my dad's girlfriend at the time, um, and Jeff Perry's mom were very close friends. Wow. So I knew Jeff before I knew Jeff, and now I know Jeff yeah. from Jeff.
1: No way! I did. I was one of the kids in the Steppenwolf production of *Grapes of Rat. I saw that. Yeah, and uh, so Jeff came in. I think he took over John C. Riley's part. Uh huh. After. John left to go do probably like Casualties of War, like one of his first movies, know, one of His first big movies. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was an. Gary Sinise was there, Terry Kinney, like all the big Steppenwolf Wolf guys. It's
0: crazy. It really is crazy. And I what mean, an exciting I, time to be it in was, Chicago. Oh, it was such an exciting time. It still is an exciting time to be in Chicago. You know. Do you get back there a lot? Um, no, I go back maybe once once a year, twice a year. My, yeah. my mom's not my mom's not feeling well, so I'm going to get back more than yeah. that. Uh, only because. I also want to get back.
1: Yeah. I'll really... be there for two weeks at the end of May doing Blue Man Group out there.
0: Oh, you will? Yeah. Um, I might... No, I'll be there at the beginning of May. Oh, okay. I'll be there at the beginning of May. At Briar Street? Or... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, they took over that space. That just became yeah. their space. Yeah. It's just...
1: I mean, they have just... Every show that they have opened has just stayed open in this country. It's amazing.
0: And you, you've been there for how long?
1: I have been working with Blue Man Group for about 15 years now. So... I started in 99.
0: They started in ninety nine. You started it.
1: They started in nineteen. They started like late eighties in New York. Mm-hmm. The show that you, their show that you could resemble the show today, opened in nineteen ninety at uh-huh. the Astor Place Theater in New York on Lafayette there, where it still is today. I mean, it's just yeah. you.
0: You have an idea, and then you do it.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. It was basically, you know, they were a group of friends right. in the late eighties, and they had sort of grown up with this with this idea that you know their parents talked about the 60s and how amazing the art and the music and like they got to be you know coming into their generation and there was the late 80s and they're like we hate this music and culture that's going on right now right and so their first sort of happening thing was they're like let's just paint ourselves blue and go burn a bunch of stuff from the 80s sort of like icons and they called it the funeral for the 80s uh-huh. and uh, they went to Central Park and then from there, they were just like, oh, let's, let's, you know, let's, let's write poems on toilet paper and have the audience pull the toilet paper over their head and read the poem. And then it's like, no one cares about the fucking poem. We just want to have toilet paper right, on the right, top of right, our heads. Right, 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 right. And sort of right, that's where they came from. Right. And then one was a drummer, one was an actor, and one was uh, uh, sort of came from a computer. And you're album. a drummer. I am a drummer right. and an actor, yeah.
0: Right. So keep going.
1: Uh, yeah, so, so they just started performing in little places around the uh-huh. village, La Mama, PS120. Did, did you spend any time in New York? Yeah, I did the show in New York uh, when I first got hired there. I did the show for about a year. In New York? Yeah,
0: in New York in 1999. And, and where did you live?
1: I lived on 12th and 3rd. Uh-huh. And it was an entire building that they owned that was all, everyone, because they were opening the Vegas show in 2000, right. and they hired everyone a year early. So they like basically rented out this whole building, and it was just like a dorm. Of, you said
0: they owned, but they rented it.
1: Uh, I don't know if they owned the building. They Got were buying
0: buildings. I don't know if this— building, They were buying buildings.
1: Like, Blue Man Group, is, as, as, a, as a company, like in all of their shows, they have a couple apartments. I know in Chicago they own a couple of apartments right. that I'll stay in when I go there or whatever's oh. around. Um, but yeah, so we were all out in New York just getting ready to go out to do uh, the Vegas show. And it was just amazing because there were so many artists there. We didn't have to do that many shows because there were so many people there. Uh-huh. And they'd be like, oh, someone needs you in Chicago. So we'd go out to Chicago for a weekend and do the show there. And then, oh, the Boston shows. someone got hurt. And go out and do that. And so we're just kind of bouncing around, waiting to open Vegas. And then in, in 2000, like February, something like that, we opened up the show at the Luxor in Vegas.
0: <sighs>
1: it was fun. I
0: love working. Yeah. I fucking love working. Yeah. I have to tell you, uh, I was watching your demo reel. Uh-huh. And um, if you cut that together, it's the story of one person. Interesting. Okay, so... Which,
1: are you talking about the drama, comedy...
0: The one IMDb one. There's one oh, okay. on IMDb that okay. has some comedy in it. Yes, but, yes, that's the full one. But okay. uh, just talking about you're working. Um, okay, so you have one uh-huh. where there's you're holding a baby. Yes. Right? And then you have another one that is... Uh, <gasps> did you see my... Uh, oh, you're holding a baby. Then you've got the one from True Blood, uh-huh. where it's like a toddler. Right, right, something like that. And you put her in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's connected. Uh-huh. And then you're oh missing God. a five-year-old, right? Yeah, yeah it's a trouble. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there's a five-year-old that's missing, and you have a dog, and that's, that could be that <laughs> oh, same right. daughter. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. And then you've got... Um, this is hilarious. Well, then you have another one where um, uh, you are a cop. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. That's I think um, a trace or something. Like right, right. You're a cop, but you, oh, oh, you know, you have one. You have one where you're where you're a cop, and then you have one where you're a homeless guy. Yeah. And then you have one where you're shooting up a bank. Uh-huh. So I could see all those three <laughs> things, like, <laughs> like the cop right. goes rogue. Yeah. Uh huh. And then this, and then like comes a homeless guy. I should add and subtitles. And then puts I, what's that? I should add subtitles. Yeah, I'm, oh, th- I'm telling you, I'm telling you, That's it's great. a whole fucking story there. <laughs> That's really interesting. Take a look at it, I and will, you're gonna I see will. that. You're gonna see it's like, oh, I could have fucking oh, strung yeah. this whole thing oh, together. Yeah. I could just put it and just give it a title and just be like, it's already shot. There you go. <laughs> exactly, Fuck. it's one person's story. Um, oh. I'm, I'm gonna get back to the thing about working. I yeah. fucking love working. I know
1: it's so. It's just you know, it's the people. I think. I think it's there's so many interesting, cool people that are drawn to this business that are just. Hanging out with the people, like just the, the offset shenanigans. I
0: like that, but I also like the fact that I have put this fucking career together. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like totally. To, I was I had therapy this morning, and I was saying I was looking at everything that I do, and I'm thinking, yes, I need those people, right? I absolutely need those people, uh-huh. but I also have uh, in to to look back on it or to look to to pull away from it. You would call it drive uh-huh so when you pull away from it you call right. it drive but right. what when you're in the middle of it you're just calling it that thing that you do uh-huh. do you understand because i yeah. don't know that i have drive as much as i go i want to do that i like doing that that's happening i like to do that i like to do that uh-huh. and then after like today i'm in therapy and i'm thinking oh my god i have very few weekends between now and december yeah i have i have very just
1: a few- sort of snowball right yeah so work gets work absolutely absolutely work gets work um and I think there's also something to creating your own stuff. Just that energy of, of that creative energy around you. It, 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 I believe that it goes out and people can read that and people can tell that you're just doing stuff whether they say that you can or not. You know, I'm gonna do this whether you let me or not. That's the people that they wanna hire.
0: Absolutely. And you can tell, I, I think that, uh, y- y- I, I can tell somebody when, they, when, when somebody walks in a room, and I watch them interact or I watch them I see them look at the room and I could tell right away what their relationship to everyone is uh-huh. at that one moment. Sure. Yeah. Just by their posture, their 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 interaction their yeah. you know their the, 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 working with the viewpoints you know yeah. it's like okay where are they, what's their spatial relationship with everybody uh-huh. what's the shape that they're using and all that stuff and i think that if people were more mindful of what it is that they were doing not that they have to change anything other than to be mindful of what it is that they're doing yeah. i think there'd be less fear
1: yeah totally and and i think and and like you pointed out you know when you walk in that those those first few seconds are so crucial to just Cause you don't know, they don't know you, you don't know them. It's just that it's, that's where the sort of rubber meets the road is at that exact moment. And there's like, you're saying there's so much in just the physicality in your body. If you're relaxed, if you're tense, if you're scared, if you're not scared, all of those things come into play. And I think people really read off that, especially in auditions. Cause everyone's, you know, waiting for that person to come in. Is this the guy? Is this the guy? Is this the guy?
0: Is this the guy? Is this the guy? Is this the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Is this the guy? I, Am I the guy? Am I the guy? Yeah. Do, I mean, Is that even a fair question? I don't even think that's a fair question to ask yourself. You Am I the guy? They, you can't ask it of yourself, but they are, they are looking for, they can ask it. They can I, ask I it. get that, but there's also right. something about uh, the, 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 the sabotage that one can do oh, where totally. you have the doubt.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that that reads, that reads as clear as day. When you walk in and instantly, it will, it will I think, yeah, that, that energy will, will totally read.
0: Yeah. And people don't know it.
1: No. No. And and even just, I also feel like, you know, when you get done with the audition, the doubt that can creep in and the second guessing and all that stuff, when you realize it's just, you are what you are and you're just trying to, you, you're just, I, I think of it as just trying, you know, maybe... Do I fit in this? Do I fit? Am I fit? Is it even
0: a question? That's a fair question to say. Do I fit?
1: Like, I think so because you can't. There's so much about about how you look and how you you know who you are that you can't change.
0: Right. And that's why I'm saying, why ask the question? Do I fit?
1: Well, because I guess I guess what I what what I'm trying to get at is that it 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 takes the onus off you because if you don't fit, you just don't fit. That's right. just, that's it. That's right. not it's not you. It's just, they're looking for a, a nail and you're a screw. Right. It's, right. There's nothing right. you can, so beating yourself up, trying to second guess, it's just, no, just go, you know, it's, for me, it's all about, like you were saying about drive, it's about creating opportunity. That's the one thing you kind of can, that's where I put my focus on. I don't put my focus on, you know, these days. I, I guess there was a time where I was more focused on the craft of acting and learning the craft. Right. And I feel like I sort of have that in a... You know, I have, I have my process. You own that. I own that now. Yes. So now I just spend my energy finding opportunity, going through the breakdowns. Who do I know? Who do I know? Who do I know? How can I get from here to there? How do I get in that door? Do That's you, what I spend my energy on. Uh, do
0: you enjoy that process?
1: Um, I do. It's kind of like every time the break every time every time I open, up, I'm like, let's see. let's see what let's spin that wheel and let's see what's out there today. Right. And you know, nine times out of ten nothing happens, but then you know one yes erases a thousand nos.
0: Uh, 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 or it's not that it erases a thousand nos because the thousand nos were still there right and the and the, and the thousand nos um uh, wasn't that you failed. it was just that you didn't get it right. So yeah. so uh, I just want to explain, if somebody was wondering about the breakdowns, right? there's something called the breakdown services, oh, right. and we've talked about it a couple of times, and I always said it was such an interesting thing, uh, it's called the breakdown services, because if you're really not, don't have it together, you can really have a breakdown, but that's <laughs> not what it's called. Yeah. Somebody breaks and down.
1: Can, and a lot of people have
0: trouble. A lot of people, I know,
1: will not look at that, because they go, this role, I'm not, oh, I'm so right, right for that, I'm not going to get in on it, but...
0: So the breakdown services is essentially yeah. somebody somebody sends in to this corporation, uh, this company. They, right. they break down the film the, yeah, into its individual parts. Roles, right. And then they there's a casting director uh, right. who will then be charged with, right. uh, in charge of casting that. Yeah. So that's the breakdown services. Yeah. So you get the breakdowns. Mm-hmm. How? How are they delivered to you? Uh,
1: well, I get it through a sort of, you know, I don't even know who I get them from. Right. I think I remember kind that. Of, I don't. Gosh, gosh, well. It's kind of
0: sketchy. It's a
1: little sketchy. I don't think we're supposed to have them. Right. So now, I know.
0: No. no. I mean, if you feel that you don't want to talk about this, I could remove this. But um, I don't. But I feel like so many people have them. Everyone has the breakdowns. And uh, and, and it's you not, should have
1: the breakdowns. It's power, not that, just power.
0: That's, that's information. It. And here's another thing: is like it. You, for me, you talk about finding opportunity, um, and I think that that, that for me. It's it's finding opportunity, but it's also striking at the opportunity right there. And if you are sitting on the sidelines questioning, should I be here? Yeah. And I'm not. This isn't in relationship to what you were saying, but uh-huh. should I be here? Should I be auditioning for this? Should I be in LA? Right. Should I be? How come that person? Like, don't go to. How come? Right. Don't go to. Why? Don't go to. Fucking anything other than submit yourself. Because yeah. have you ever? I've done this on commercials. I don't audition anymore. Right. But I've done. I've done. I've been on, uh, when I was doing a commercial, I would look at not just my spot, but other spots too, to Uh go, I think I'd be good for that. Right. And and I'd say to somebody, this is what I would do at the end, it became Insidious, where I would go, um, they would say, this part, and I would go, okay, and then I'd read all the other parts, and then I'd pick up a part that I liked, and I went, Uh okay, and they'd go, okay, you're here to read, dinner I'm like, "Mm, really? I thought you told me to read this. Yeah. So now I'm reading this. Yeah. Well, okay, read it. And I got the part. Exactly. So it's one of those things where you go, I'm gonna, I'm yeah. You got to find it. a back
1: door, like the Fuck. whole breakdown things. When you find, you know, when I see a show and there's a part that I'm right for, and then I just look and go, oh, I know a writer on that show, and you just subvert the whole system. God
0: damn it! It's so
1: powerful and it's so empowering. Right. And it's and, and it's. I mean, I have even gone to the extreme. If I see a role that I'm really right for, I will go to Facebook, and put in those producers' names. And see if we have a mutual friend, and I will go. I mean, that's a real long shot, but I believe in long shots. I try to, you know, I try. I, I throw it out there all the time. Yeah. Most of the time, like I said, it never comes back, but I don't care. And then the ones that do are great.
0: I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree, and I also love fishing. I love fishing for work. I yeah. fucking love fishing for yeah, work. Yeah, I and enjoy I, it. And and here, I think a, a major part of this is the idea of not. I don't. I don't see anything as a failure no it's just it's just
1: it just it, it just wasn't it just that's how it was supposed to go that's exactly how it's yeah. supposed to
0: go yeah and also if i try something and it doesn't work it works in that it doesn't work
1: right there's <laughs>
0: success <laughs> the, I,
1: what did i just read something on facebook that was like The difference between a beginner and a master is the master's failed way, 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 way more than the beginner.
0: Absolutely. And here's another thing: like, are you do you trust do you trust that the universe is going to take care of what it is? Because and let me just say, it has up to fucking this point. Yeah. It's taken care of you up to this point. Absolutely. And all those things that you think were the things that fuck that you got fucked over on, you didn't. Yeah. They led you to that, which is right now allowing you to look at what it is that you're doing or whatever the fuck it's going to be.
1: Yeah. And if yeah, totally. It's just the judgment we place on it in our minds. That's really it.
0: Right. Because everything just is until we go, that's bad or that's good. I'm glad I did that because I know I don't want to do that again.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the space shuttle. One one time I I read some statistic that the space shuttle, basically all the the astronauts do in the space shuttle is just keep correcting it. They don't really do anything other than just correct it from going off course and correct it from going off course. It's just You're just constantly just… Getting yourself back on there. Nudging it Just back. nudging the, it back. Right. Nudging it back a little this way, nudging it a little this way.
0: It's interesting because also uh, I I am going to... Uh, where am I going? I'm going to... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm going to Hawaii. Ah, oh, great. Right, what island? I'm going to uh, Oahu and then oh. on a separate trip I'm going to Maui. But oh, I'm going to Oahu. I'm going to New Zealand. I'm going to to New Zealand but in order for me to get to New Zealand I got to go through Australia so I'm also going to Australia on my way back from New Zealand so it's all of these logistics Uh of figuring all this shit out and so I was putting it off because I'm saying I don't have the mental capacity to do that Uh I will but I don't now that
1: is the hardest part about being an artist I think is the scheduling and the uh, uh, every time someone goes hey I'm in town can you hang out in two days and I go I don't know. I don't know if I can. I think I can, but my schedule changes all the time. Right. And every day at seven p.m., my wife and I would sit down. We go, okay, t- okay, tomorrow. So what do you have? You have because to- she's an actor as well mm-hmm. and a writer, and, and we, we have to figure it out. Okay, okay, and I'll, okay, I'll take I'll take our son to here, and you know, it's always this giant puzzle. And the scheduling of everything is probably my least favorite part, but also can be really exciting too, because then you have days where you're like, wait a second. The day off today. But
0: here's another thing. What are you scheduling? It's not like I'm scheduling my, uh, I'm going to have a contusion. Yeah. And then I'm scheduling my abrasion. Right. And then I'm going to write, s- schedule my, my, my secretion. Thorns. And yeah. you know, like all you know, of these things. Oh, because really, sciatica. right, what you're scheduling are yeah. things that you're doing. Yeah. Your life, you're scheduling yeah. those things that you're doing. Yeah. And you're scheduling those things that you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, it's
1: very empowering.
0: Washing the dishes after you eat is part of eating.
1: Totally, absolutely, and when you kind of make that connection, everything—it's, you know, because you're gonna—it's like you're gonna spend the time doing something. Why not wash the dishes?
0: <laughs> that time's gonna go by either way. I—I I gotta tell you, I love washing the dishes. And when I was married, we had this—we uh, had this. Um, you have a house. You own a house. I do. So we had, uh, we redid our kitchen. Oh, mm-hmm. how glorious is that? It, oh, yeah. I somewhere there that. is a beautiful kitchen that I'm not allowed <laughs> in anymore. Um, so th- we had this dishwasher. Uh-huh. And it's a Fisher-Pecal dishwasher. I, I think it's that. made in New Zealand Ooh, of all nice. the places. Uh, and maybe I'll go there to the factory. Yeah, totally. Um, and the Fisher-Pecal, they're called dish drawers.
1: Oh, yeah. I've seen this. Yeah. So
0: it's two. So in in the footprint that is the dishwasher is uh-huh. actually two drawers so you can do two loads wow. uh, you could do so what you do is you fill up that one uh-huh. drawer and you close it and you turn right. it on and it, and it all it it, it and cleans yeah. it and then you open it and you take your yeah. dishes out and you eat them as you will and yeah. then you put them when they're dirty in the drawer underneath it and then you don't have to because right oh, That's right. amazing oh my god <laughs> life danger.
1: It's a life changer. Yeah. we got um, in our old house. We Where was Evan- your old house? Our old house was in Glendale. Uh huh. Um, and we. Where in Glendale? Sort uh, of near the Whole Foods. Right okay. Right area, near the Americana, right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we, when we got a dishwasher, it was that. I mean, I don't think I had had a dishwasher since I lived at home with my parents. Uh-huh. I mean, throughout college.
0: You, you're from Evanston. Yes. What part?
1: Uh, I grew up in North Evanston, right by Mustard's Last Stand, like got the it. station right there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We went to
1: Piven, did Piven yeah, do the workshop. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So you're saying you never had a dishwasher? I just want to get back. Yes, I never, so you never had, had a dishwasher. dishwasher,
1: and when we got a dishwasher, it was uh, it was so amazing.
0: We had a portable dishwasher. <laughs>
1: Interesting. We
0: had one, so it was essentially a box that this. you would have yeah. fit a dishwasher in size. Right. And you just, just kind of stick it in the. You corner. roll it. Yeah. And you you uh, like a put hose, the hose in the sink, right? Yeah, in the sink, and mm-hmm. then it just. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, what? <laughs> what?
1: I know. How do we explain that to the
0: aliens? <laughs> There's so much to even to explain to children. Do you oh, see yeah. the phone? Yeah. I have a yeah. phone.
1: Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, with a rotary dial. I have
0: a rotary dial
1: phone. Yeah, that's going to be a long conversation.
0: I love that fucking phone. Yeah. Oh my god! It works and everything. Oh well, what happened was I got a Voice over Internet Protocol. I got a new modem from uh-huh. Time Warner. They gave me. They uh-huh. gave me a new modem for a deal, whatever it was. It's right, not right. a deal. What eventually happens is I, eventually I'd be paying four hundred dollars a month. But yeah. but right now it's free. Yeah, so sure. I I I've had that phone for maybe twenty years, uh-huh. and I used it when I was in I had my house, and because it's digital, I had to get a zhuzh thing, a uh-huh. thing that would you know a thing. Yeah. But it. So do you make
1: phone w- phone calls over the internet oh, or like a landline?
0: That yes, essentially voice over internet protocol is a landline, but it doesn't go through your home. So you know it's wow. it's different. So I had it. So it's it's electronic. So it didn't go. You know you don't hear it when you dial. You don't hear it go on the way oh, back. You know you right. You just, you go, S-k-k-k-k-k. It right, goes beep. So it it's, it's converted. It's converted. It's and then converted. does it ring like? It rings. <laughs> 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 wow.
1: Like like the old Batman TV show
0: Um, but it was it's more like something's broken with the the thing and I would rather have that I think I actually I think I I unscrewed it and made it so it goes because it was like and it would drive me motherfucking crazy I got something today, and uh, you're the first person who could have used it, but I didn't, is um, I've been here four or five years, and I've Uh never had a doorbell. So that's why I had a call.
1: Did you you get one of those, like, Home Depot ones where it just kind of... Oh, I tried
0: that one. Fuck that. Fuck that Home The noise is just... So it's not only that, but it really doesn't work. So my landlord put in a doorbell. Now I have a doorbell. I have a doorbell. And you know, once you get a doorbell, after not having a doorbell, you go, fuck, those are good things. Fucking doorbell. Yeah.
1: What? Yeah, we have a dog, so we don't need a doorbell. Oh. <laughs> That's our doorbell. Right. Yeah, we actually took our doorbell out because when it would ring, our dog would go bananas. That's awesome. She would just be like, oh, someone's here. And now she still goes bananas, but there's a little bit, it's a little less sort of alarming because it would just all be so instant. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we have to take Do you doorbell. have a cat, too? No, we just have a dog right now. I see, I see. But I see. have had cats. I like the
0: cats. Yeah, yeah. Um, cats my, seem to uh, know. Mm, they know something that we don't, I think. I think that what they know is they don't give a fuck. Right, That's exactly. Do. And dogs are like, what is happening? And cats are like...
1: Yeah. Cats are just wh- like...
0: Why? Yeah. Why? Their why? their question is why. Yeah. I think a dog's question is what.
1: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly.
0: What? Exactly. What? I Meerkats. Mean, cats? Who? Yeah, right. Who, 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 who? Uh, Growing up, you did. So you did all those. um, You did Steppenwolf, and you did the Grapes of Wrath. And I got to tell you, when I hear the word Steppenwolf, it warms my heart so much.
1: It's just such an organic. The way it came about, they started out in this basement of a church. In Highland Park. Yeah, in Highland Mm -hmm. Park, and and it was just. It was because
0: the work was good. It was because the work was good. So got attention. What was the first Steppenwolf show you saw? You saw. You know, honestly,
1: p- probably that. Probably. I mean, uh, Great of Wrath was my first. I, when, when
0: that came up. How old were you? I was
1: 12, I think. 12. I didn't even know what Steppenwolf was.
0: And it was down, it was, uh, it was on, uh, at that time, it was we were, on Holsted.
1: Yes, Steppenwolf was, but we were at, they were building the current theater right Got
0: now. Got it. And we were across the street at the Royal George. Got it. Because it was kind of a bigger place That project. building that the Royal George is in? yeah. When, when I grew up, when I was in college, uh-huh. that building that the Royal George is in, uh-huh. my dad on the third floor had a gas can manufacturing plant, and that cabinet came out of that. Uh, an old cabinet, and um, so I remember when yeah. across the street We, we used just,
1: to go up and eat there, like meals between shows were up, like you'd go up all these stairs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's you yeah. would eat.
0: You would probably eat in, yeah. in my dad's yeah. place. Then we'd but, go to Byron's if we didn't... You know, Byron's Bond. hot dogs God damn place. it God damn it God
1: <laughs> damn know, it It's not there anymore I don't think
0: Oh it doesn't matter In my mind It's, it's still there it's uh, right. On my birthday I'm going to Massa of Echo yeah. Park Yeah Uh huh Sure Awesome mm-hmm. I it's totally really agree cool. It's my third year in a row That going. and
1: Mother Doe Have you been to the Mother Doe
0: No Where's that Mother Doe's
1: On um, Vermont and Hollywood Basically Try. deep dish chicago no not deep dish okay chicago. Fine, fine it's 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 more of the italian
0: god like, it. like you go in there
1: and we're like wow it's really cold and they're like the dough needs to be at a certain <laughs> oh got
0: it. did you ever go to candlelight no i have not on been western and howard in chicago no no okay I don't think I all right all right you know where western or howard is howard Western yeah. shopping center totally so it's just it's old school chicago mm-hmm. thin crust right Fucking the sign is gorgeous. Yeah. Kind of lights candlelight sign. And they always change it, you know, to say things like, Go Hawks, or uh, or, Mary Loves Kevin, or Inside Here to Get Your Food, or whatever. It's like that kind of stuff in Chicago. Like, when I think about going back, when I go back, it's about food.
1: Totally. I I was just going to say, I was there doing Blue Man over the holidays, and I just ate. Partially was because it was so cold. I was just like, I want to. My body was just like consumed. Because I think cold does burned calories sure you just want to sort of put on that layer i mean it was just i couldn't stop eating
0: no no especially in that neighborhood right there yeah you've got some great places over there yeah oh my god i i cannot wait to eat in other places i I love eating i love cooking i love cooking but that's another thing too is to say it the thing that i've been saying my mantra lately has been (laughs) <laughs> a couple mantras. One is, I can do this. That's uh-huh. a mantra. Like, I can do this. Yeah. Whatever it is, I can uh-huh. do this. Another one is, I don't know. That's another one. I, can, I don't know. But the I don't know isn't, I don't know, I'm done. Right. It was like, I don't know. This will work. I think this will work. Yeah. So throwing food together uh-huh. in that way where you go, I don't know. try uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, marinara on salmon. I, I, don't I don't know. We're going to do it. Yeah. And so my girlfriend's like, yeah, great. Right. Great. So that is just so stupidly fun to do. But you, are you finding, what's what's your son's name? Oliver. Oliver. Does Oliver help cook or do you cook or does your
1: wife cook? uh, We kind of, whoever's there at the time will will cook. Got it. I would say we really only cook about twice a week. The rest of the week is more like heating up Trader Joe's food. (laughs) You know, which has been revolutionary because that didn't exist when we were kids. Uh -uh. I mean, it wasn't like, You had TV dinners. You had TV dinners, but they were really like kind of gross. And yeah, really yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. now you have really decent food that you can just
0: eat up. I, I it minutes. got me in trouble. The Trader yeah. Joe's when I yeah. when I left my house and I moved into uh, I lived in a guest house for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I would Trader Joe's it yeah. and I would have. I'd have a pizza. Yeah, <laughs> I'd eat an entire pizza, yeah. or I'd eat their burritos. You'd have yeah, two, and sure. I'm go, I'm going to eat both of those. Right. Like and the chili, thought right now green. of going yeah. eating both of those, I can't do it. It's a lot of food. Well, I did Weight Watchers. Oh, okay. And it, which is great.
1: Yeah, my brother had a lot of success with that.
0: Yeah. Basically. Well, I love being mindful of whatever the fuck it is that I'm that's doing. That's what
1: it is. It's about awareness. It's just about awareness.
0: But that's what everything fucking is.
1: This is true. Yeah. On the deepest level, it's just about awareness. Being aware.
0: I being aware of being aware. Being yeah. aware of being aware, being conscious yeah. of being conscious, being aware Absolutely. of being aware. That's huge. It's but so you, huge. you say that to somebody, and they're like their mind spins, and I'm yeah. gonna go, all right, let me walk yeah. through this with right. you. You're in your car, you're listening to music, you're appreciating that you're listening right. to music. Right. Are you appreciating that you're appreciating that yeah. you're listening to music? And who is this and who's that? Right. Right. Who's real, who's not real? Yes. Which, who's is, your, real? Evil, which
1: is which is which is which is you're not I mean it's all like like you know, one of the major concepts that really blew my mind, really was earth-shattering and life-changing, was that your, 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 the thoughts that your brain makes—it's not really,
0: it's not really you. It's not really that. everything, but nothing's yeah. really you. Right. We hold on to the story that we're telling. We're just the observer over here. I had a I had a woman in my class yesterday. Um, and it was her third time in my drop-in. I have a drop-in uh-huh. class. I've been, I've been. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, it. So it's the the third. So it's the third time that she's been there. And you know what the class is. Mm-hmm. You walk into the class. It's whatever it is that I feel like yeah. doing that day. Mm-hmm. It's very inspiring. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but it's also uh, it's all about can you you are here right now? Just be here right now. Yeah. And it was her third time in class, and she's having a hell of a time. The first second, and she's having a hell of a time with the concept of, where I would say, okay, what we're gonna be working on today is gestures. We're working on gestures, sort of a, a, view, a viewpoint sort of thing. Uh-huh. We're working on gestures, and so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look at you, look at right. your shape, I'm gonna give you an opening line of dialogue based upon your shape, uh-huh. and I just want you to organically develop a, uh, a, a gesture, right. and see where that goes. And she sat there, and I gave her an opening line of dialogue, and she kept smiling, I'm like, no, 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 don't smile, that's just look at me, just keep going, just look at me, so and hard. she went, I couldn't do it. I, she said, I can't oh, do it, I was like, okay, Okay. She goes, I'm not the kind of person that would. I was like, okay, listen. Y- when you come into this class, you can't say that anymore. Yeah. Because you're an actor. Yeah. So I said, okay, let's have everybody else come up. And my friend Jen Winters came up. She did a yeah, great yeah, job. Great. Oh, she's, she's so great. Awesome. She's great. She came up and she did this fucking great job. It was uh-huh. really beautiful. And then uh, 15 other people did it. And I said, now it's your turn. Uh-huh. And she said, I'm not going. And I said, wow, wow really? Scary. She goes, I, I don't, she said gesturing. I don't do gestures. And I also, this is the thing, I don't like to sit on stage by myself and have somebody look at me. And I said, what well, we why, why, okay, let's just do this. Let's just say for now, we'll play, we'll pretend. I'll go up there with you, I'm very gentle. I'll go up there with you. Sure. She goes, no, 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 I can't do it. No, can't do it, no, can't do it. And wow. I said, and I was thinking, and I said to her, I said, everything that you're telling yourself that you are is not true. Right. And she can't, she couldn't wrap she her head around that. that. It's, it's huge, concept. I, I know people that that,
1: that, that thought scares them. It's absolutely frightening to think that, that it's, it's, it's very, um, you know, for all these years, your brain is having these thoughts, and you're believing these thoughts, and you're going along with all these thoughts, and to all of a sudden have the thought, or all of a sudden realize and become aware of the fact that these thoughts are not are not, are not who you are. Right! It's and, huge and scary, and, and, and really takes a leap of faith. And, and some people just aren't ready to, um, I think, accept that and... Some people, you know, some people are. I don't
0: know. It's interesting to be able to go to go to another country, say, mm-hmm. and uh, where no one knows you, mm-hmm. or be on an airplane where no one knows you, yeah. And you get to say whatever it is that you really wanted to say, <laughs> yeah. Because you don't have a, you don't have a, a scaffolding a s- that you've got to keep story. up.
1: Yeah, your story that you, you don't have your story with you that you have. To,
0: yeah. Exactly. Right, and I'm not saying lie. No, I'm just saying. Uh, so. I was, <laughs> I talk about this so much, I was married for 14 years uh-huh. and one morning I woke up and went, I can't do this anymore. I, I am no longer a husband yeah. and I am no longer a husband. Yeah. And the moment that you do that, I am no longer, you then get to say to somebody, I don't want to be married to you anymore, yeah. which is a, a story that the two of you tell together. Yeah. So you say, I am not bound by my history.
1: Yeah. That's heavy. And it's and it's and you know because you're taking away the other person's story as well.
0: You're altering and and, and that was a, that's a huge thing. Where I was thinking, I, I when I knew that I was going to ask Katie for a divorce, uh-huh. I the thing was I to hold a secret. Yeah. That is so fucking powerful. Yeah. That it shatters. Yeah. Where you go, where you say, I'm about to say to somebody, I am going to shatter. What I'm about to tell you is going to shatter us. Yeah. Is going to untether us. Is going to be un, uh, unundoable. Uh un huh. I cannot undo what I'm going right. to do. Yeah. And once that comes out, yep. That's no, it. There's no going back. There's You're no going back. it up in the air and you don't know where it's going to land. Right. And I get to t- and, and from this point, moment forward, both of us are going to tell a very different story. Yeah. Uh
1: huh.
0: Apart. And still have all that that connected us. Yeah. In the past. Yeah. But that's what we do every time we hit the stage. Absolutely. Yeah. We get to not be us.
1: And it's so freeing and empowering and healing. It's healing. And it's healing. And what you said was
0: you said it was a leap of faith. And it it is that leap of faith, and I, and I think that Hunter Thompson said something like, "It's like jumping out of an airplane without a parachute, yeah. and knowing that you're going to grow wings by the time you
1: yeah, or just trusting that you're going to grow it,
0: wings." I mean, right? Yeah, that's
1: and, and 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 that kind of
0: comes, you know, when you
1: when you really uh, when you really do it, it really does feel like that because you're not. You know, when you get into your head or whatever and you're thinking, what's my next line? Or what do I got to do? What's my next... Whatever. Right. What's the note that they gave me? What All that stuff. Right. It's so different than when, when you're not and you're literally just listening to the person and and then the, the exact... You know, it's that thing where you're truly listening to the person and, and, and the, ex, the exact line that you're supposed to say is the line that pops into your head. That's it. It's so magical and so... Um, it's really powerful, man. I think that that's just... It's so important.:
0: it's, I, I've said this before, and, uh, and Laura, my girlfriend, you know, reminds me how she could do a great, she could do a great podcast uh-huh. of saying exactly what I say to everybody. She could just sit here because she knows exactly what I'm going to say. But uh, it's that uh, Reverend Michael Bernard Beckwith line of uh-huh. saying, "I know every. you're born knowing everything, but the answers come on a need-to- know basis, because right. again you know, there's never a time where you right. don't know what to say, and, and there's then, never
1: going to be a situation that you can't handle.
0: There's never going to be a situation that you can't handle. There's yeah. never going to be a situation that you can't handle. Yeah. And how important that is yeah. to go. Listen, everything's worked out up to this point. Right.
1: And even, and even in the ways that you you, you think would well, well, that can't happen. Even if that happens, it can still, it can, that can still work out. Exactly. It can still that's what's things. supposed to happen yeah
0: everything is is unfolding the way that it's supposed to happen and you not wanting it to be that way doesn't do anything other than cause you to suffer oh, yeah. you know and if you go well you know what but i can't no, you fucking can't oh, yeah. do anything
1: you know i i had when i first started seeing you at second city in mm-hmm. the early 90s i think and uh-huh. i was just hanging out there and I had the high school program there or whatever I, with I, Francis I, Callier? yes, yes, and 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 Dave Sheridan and Brett Gelman, oh, and right. and we went around to like schools. Carrie Goldenberg was our yeah 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 our, yeah was our, yeah uh, was our was our guy. It was it, it transformed me in a way? I just remember having this feeling with sort of the improvisation and just being like, wait a second, I can just improvise. I can just. It was such a. It gave me such a sense of freedom, and I literally remember being in high school and being like, ah, oh, I don't have to. Plan out who I am, or, or, or plan what I'm going to say, or just I can just rely on these skills that I'm developing here. It was it was such a huge part of my personality. It's now. important
0: for people to, when they go, when they've been through what we've been through, to look back on that and to say, there's a there was a seminal moment where I had this epiphany. Totally. Absolutely. And the epiphany was i could make my life whatever it is that i'm feeling i can make it
1: yeah and it it expanded into like music and like i got into all the you know improvisational music and the dead and all that stuff right just like like a whole it was just like a whole it was such a transformation and 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 being at second city in those formative years was so important for that and uh I'm, I'm just so grateful that I was able I, to I feel that. the
0: same way. I'm ve- I'm, I, I've mentioned it before, but every moment that I was at Second City, from the training center on to main stage, yeah. I kept thinking, if it ends today, right, I am so grateful for having done yeah. this. If it ends today, and that's why I think I had such success there, is because I had no expectations mm-hmm. of what it was that was going to happen, because none right. of that fucking mattered. Yeah. All that mattered was, I am right now taking classes at second city yeah. i am right now looking at photographs of people that i used to listen to on the midnight special on wfmt yeah. and and listen to their bits my folks used to talk about this mythical place called the university yeah. of chicago mm-hmm. and like that and yeah. it is a fucking chicago yeah.
1: thing and my dad was super into my my, my parents had season tickets goodman Opera. I mean, they were very much in the cultural scene of Chicago. Mm -hmm. And Second City was the one thing that they would take us to where I was like, oh, this is, like, we went there as kids, you know, like, okay, kids, we're going to go to Second City. It was was the only, and it was all, you know, it was like, we have to go to the opera, we have to go to the symphony, we have to go see plays, which, you know, they were all wonderful. But when we went to Second City, it was always like,
0: this is. There's something about walking, uh, walking in, walking up up the stairs, walking around Uh that building, the smell of the building, being packed into that space, and um, the chairs with the
1: little things. Oh yeah, yeah, the the bentwood chairs, the
0: bentwood chairs, the gorgeous that they don't have anymore. But oh, the bentwood chairs on stage, right? They have those on stage, but they don't have because they used to have an audience full of the bentwoods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But also listening, like like the first, um, the the first chord, the lights go down, and the first chord of the piano, and the actor well, Ruby are. Fred Kaz before that. Uh-huh. And 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 then to, to to then start working there and to uh, to go, I get to go backstage. That, and and, and yeah. there's and then to go, oh my god, I'm recognized on the street. Mm-hmm. Or now there are photographs of me in the yeah. lobby. Yeah. In lobbies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's, and now it's attained legendary status as far as the Chicago improv scene. I mean, it's just exploding. When I go back there you know, and, and, and talk to people in that. I mean, they're like, I'm doing, I'm like, what is that theater? Oh, there's a new one here and then the annoyance just moved over on, uh, Belmont. Belmont, yeah. They've got a new space and, and there's just, it's just, people are flocking there. I, I, right. I mean, they always did but I don't think in this amount of numbers of people.
0: It's crazy. Like,
1: when we were doing Blue Man in Vegas and Second City came to Las Vegas. Right. They did a long form show at this place, Cafe Roma, which was right across the street from UNLV. And Las Vegas had never, ever in its life seen improvisational theater, and th- it just blew the doors off the sort of underground cultural scene there. Mm. Within weeks, within weeks, people were bringing chairs to this cafe to watch uh-huh. Dan Back all, Jason Sudeikis, Seamus McCarthy, Holly Walker, Sarah G, Kay Cannon, all these amazing. <laughs> I mean, it, right? the talent was ridiculous. Right? Joe right? Kelly, um, right? And they right. Would, and they it every time it yeah w- it's I swear it was the most magical improvisation I've ever seen and they would do like an Armando yes and it was just yeah the en- you could feel the energy from the moment you walked in the doors and would watch them and they would take the stage and it was
0: really, really all those people up. that you mentioned I've worked with all those yeah. people so I've worked rich. with all those people yeah. and when I think about like you, you think of somebody like Kay Cannon yeah who's you know um, What's the What's her movie? What's pitch her Perfect. Pitch one Perfect and one and two. Pitch Perfect. 30, go. Pitch rock, Perfect. Girl. So, right. Exactly. So that's right. This right. right. So Jason Sudeikis. An and you go. Yeah. Oh, I remember Jason. I was was invited to Jason and Kay's wedding. Yeah. And I remember yeah. What, yeah. I I didn't make it. Oh. Yeah. I couldn't make oh. it. i first. I was thinking, why was I invited? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I look at I look at. Uh, uh, I, I look at Kay yeah. and I know Kay from Boom Chicago and yeah. Amsterdam yeah, and I know yeah. Joe Kelly from Boom Chicago totally. and Amsterdam and I and and you talk about the new Annoyance Theatre it's like uh-huh. I was there when we fucking started yeah. the Annoyance Theatre yeah. and all those people that came from there and now you've got Jill Soloway who are who's doing transparent so and like Jill and Faith and then awesome. the real life Brady Bunch which changed culture so I'm amazing. sorry also, but it fucking changed culture your cast your
1: cast, it's, when I used to watch you guys, I mean, it was Steve Carell, Steve Colbert, Tina right.
0: Fey. Uh, uh, Not Tina Fey. Uh, right. uh, just, just, like, Scott Adsit over there. Amy Sedaris. Yeah. Yes, Amy Sedaris. Yes, Sideris Paul Vannello. Yep. Uh, yep. You guys were so yep. funny. And then, you know, <laughs> you talking talking about, so it was such a fucking fun show, but I'm it, sure. it chalked it up to casting. Chalk yeah. it up also to yes. the concept of, you know, take, Chalk it up to Martin DeMott, you know, a teacher who mm-hmm. essentially said... You know, we're going to make this work, but we've got to fucking take care of each other. We've got yeah. to fucking take care of each hope. other. Make your partner look good. Make your partner look good and also celebrate their successes because yeah. their success is your success. yours. And
1: I, I honestly feel when I got to a place in this town where I could celebrate my friends' successes, my career jumped forward. Just that, that awareness of their success is your success and my success is their success, and we're gonna help each other out. And that whole thing, coming back to looking at breakdowns and going to people, when I ask people, can you get me in for this? They're always like, I would love to help you. Absolutely, everyone wants to help you. Everyone wants to help you, And you, because that's what we do. Human beings are generally, I think, at the core good. And also,
0: uh, and we all know what everybody else is going through.
1: Yeah, you know totally. I know I'm what you're going there. through, and there's nothing that I would love to do than help other people.
0: Your success doesn't take anything away from no, me. No, it adds. And I think the hard thing for people to realize is where they go. How does it add? And I go, okay, this is how it adds. It makes you feel. <laughs> for me, I look at, uh, I look at, uh, 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 I look at Colbert. Let's say, let's say Carell, because I always look at Carell because we've been uh-huh. together right. in the train company. So I look at Carell, and I think, it makes me so happy it can, it brings me joy having nothing to do with what he's doing yeah yeah nothing you know um so when i hear people go yeah i'm like
1: really yeah why why are you doing would that would it be better if 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 your friend had not then you'd both be nowhere at least you know one of you is out there they can people lift each other up. That's just sort of how it works.
0: It's very interesting because when I think about what it is that I'm doing right now, it's so connected to the people that I worked with back then. Because mm-hmm. if I had a cast of Douchebags... <laughs> I, what what cachet do I have, right. you know, working with a bunch of douchebags? But but their success, suddenly there are photographs of all of us together because we all went through this shit together. Absolutely. And their legitimi- stories.
1: Totally. It legit- legitimizes everything. Absolutely. I'm sure when you started this podcast, having those guys on was a huge boost to just awareness and like, oh
0: wow, you know? But, but here's another thing about it. That was not my first thought. Interesting. My first thought was this. I get to sit down and talk to my friends. Yeah. That's it. And that's always what it is. Uh-huh. And so when I think about what is it that I really look forward to in the podcast, it's sitting down. Uh-huh. It's talking to you. Yeah. And then when we're done, we, I take a photograph. Oh right, right. Right, uh, and uh, there's the camera. Okay. I okay. take a photograph with that box camera. Oh, I don't have any film in that other camera. I take a photograph with that with that one twenty camera, and then I take a selfie, uh-huh. and then you go away, and then I go and I put this thing in the back, yeah. and I go, I got a motherfucking project, and I yeah. got to talk to this awesome person for a fucking yeah. hour. Yeah. And, and and you created it. Uh, I yes, created, essentially yeah. I created it. I mean, I created yeah. it with some. But here's the thing. Ian Foley uh-huh. said to me, I think that you should do a podcast. And I went, I have no idea what it is. What would I talk about? He goes, You just sit down and fucking talk to somebody. Right. And we'll work it out. Right. Because it, people want to fucking help you.
1: Yeah. But you also have a vast amount of knowledge and, and you've you know, you teach all over the world and you've got this people want people want to know you, people want want to learn from you. And this is such a great
0: way to just share more of yourself. You know? I think it's that. and Yes, 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 yes. It's that and it's also, it's that and it's also, I get to celebrate the life that I'm living. Yeah. And, because it, it's also about this. It's I am, I feel like I look at, I look at people, like the way that my apartment's set up is very similar to, um, I had friends, Nate and Sue Lofton who lived in Hyde Park, and, then, and they, they started the Old Town School of Folk Music, and then wow. they moved to Uptown, and they had this beautiful three bedroom in Uptown uh-huh. with a, a, three, and a three flat, and it was, like, it was great. Uh-huh. And so a lot of this, the woodiness of it and yeah. the warmth of this has to do with that. But it's like those people modeled for me, so I looked at that and go, I like that warmth. Mm-hmm. Studs Terkel, I love the way that he interviews people. Mm-hmm. Um, to live our lives, be the change that you want to see in others. But also create the universe that you want to live in.
1: Yeah.
0: By doing that. Right. You can only change yourself. You want. And if and you get to change yourself, you want to do it now. Fucking do it now. Right. You had an epiphany. Fucking have the epiphany. The revelation
1: comes. Change is instantaneous. There's no. There's no. I'll do it later because it's always. There's always later. The moment that you say
0: you'll do it later, you could do it now. Right because later is now,
1: just later.
0: Exactly. <laughs> right. And there is no such thing as later. There's right. no such thing There's as tomorrow. Now. There's just now. There's that just is now. it. It is just now. Big moment. It is one big now. Right.
1: That that our brains and our egos separate into all of these compartmentalized things, but it's just always, hey man, we're all just
0: one. We're all just one. And really, if you think about it like, okay, so we heard uh, my next-door neighbor's dog barking.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like she's not barking now. Right. Not because she disappeared. She's still there existing.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: There's Oliver and right. your wife. Mm-hmm. They are where they are, right. either individually or as a, as a couple. Mm-hmm. But they're also individually as a, as a pair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything right now and everyone that has ever lived is still here yeah. in a different form.
1: Totally, because it's, it's... People, you know, it's like when people pass, they... they they still live with you in, in your heart and in your head and, those, and, and it's just as real. Like they do studies like if you think about an orange versus holding an actual orange, in your brain the exact same neurons. Mirror neurons. Yeah, they, they, yeah. the same synapse as fire. Right. So it's just, it's all, and that's, and that's what acting is in so much is if you believe and commit to the scene, enough. Right. You don't, like that was for me being a child actor. I remember thinking, oh, it's all fake. It's all fake. That was my thought as a child actor. Yes. And it actually, there's a, sometimes I wish, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it all happened because I'm, I'm here, but that, I had to unlearn that. Yes. That It's, it's, not, it's not fake. It's real.
0: You didn't real. have to unlearn that. You had to commit to learning this other thing. I guess. I guess, but... There wasn't a process of you going, I have, how do I not know that? Right,
1: right. But when there I was look more like back on it, it's like, oh, I was just figuring out that, that what I had thought what it was is not what it was. It's actually something... Much different than that, um, and m- much simpler than that. Mm-hmm. And it, it, yeah, like when you commit to the scene, you commit to the circumstances. The emotions come, the laughter comes, absolutely. The comes, everything just comes, and you don't have to create it or worry about it. It's just there. Every emotion is within you at every second of your life.
0: Um, I had a, um, I had a very difficult, challenging relationship about a year ago. And uh, my therapist uh, diagnosed this woman as being borderline. Borderline? Personality. Borderline personality, which is a very well, specific okay. uh, diagnosis. Uh, and it's essentially, um, it's just a very specific diagnosis. I, I won't get into what it is. But it was such a traumatic experience for me that when I see this person's name, uh-huh. I, I, yeah. I, I sweat. It's Absolutely. as if she's standing in front of me. Totally. And, it's, and it's all mental. Yep. It's and so today, in therapy, because her echo resonated in my life again. It's like, oh, fuck, are you fucking kidding me? And so today, the realization came to me, um, I have nothing to do with anything that she's going through. What she's going through is what she's going through. Mm -hmm. And I am not part of that. Does that make sense? I decide to make myself part of that. So when I see her name, I go, huh, huh. But that's a choice that I'm making. And to be mindful of that, because there's a moment, we think it's instantaneous, where I go, there's that, her name's Jane Smith, and I go, oh, fuck, where it's like, no, that's not how it is. It's Jane Smith. And then you get, you take in a nanosecond, uh-huh. and then that nanosecond is huge. Right. And in that nanosecond, you go, James, oh, oh fuck! You know what? I get to be nervous about her.
1: Right. And it's that awareness that sets you free. Exactly. It's just, and that's that's all it is. People are like, well, how do I how do I change? How do the thought will drop you? The thought.
0: The thought will drop you.
1: You know, it. You don't have to drop the thought. The thought will drop you when you become aware of it. Absolutely. It is just the awareness. It, it's yes. just that. It's literally that simple. By being aware all of a sudden, maybe next time it'll happen, you'll have a sort of laugh and be like...
0: <laughs> well, I am already because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm well, going awesome. through that, which you went through when you were talking about unlearning something, where you're saying, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, historically I used to think that, but now I don't think that. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking that right now or I get I I am past that right or, or approaching it a different way I guess certainly approaching it in a different way yeah uh, and having behavior that is uh, your your response behavior is now a mindful response behavior whereas prior to right. that you'd go you, no I can't don't I take to, Jane
1: right and I would plan out every second and you know like I work with kids on this Nickelodeon show I'm on right now and these kids I'm like wow they are so good these kids that I work with and it's just because for them, I think, the way that they approached acting was a very real organic way just from the start. That was just how they happened to approach the art and they've had so much success in it. And it's like, and, and, it's, and it's just amazing to watch. Like, this nine-year-old girl who I work with, she's so good. And it's just that simple. It's simple. Right. And she just doesn't go to all these other places that a lot of us go to. I used to go to. I still sometimes go to. Right. She just doesn't do, you know.
0: Is simple? So so we say that it's simple, but that doesn't mean it's easy.
1: No, it doesn't mean it's easy. I think it means it's void of the story, void of extraneous stuff. It's like Bob Dylan wrote his greatest, greatest songs in 30 seconds. They just, you know, it's just, boom. There's, you know, Girl from the North Country came right out.
0: Right. I think about that scene, that Maya scene with uh, at Second City with Carell Colbert... Uh, Fran Adams, Ruthie Rudnick, Jackie Hoffman, where he comes back to to town, he's an old black woman. Right. That scene. And you go, okay, they came in with that scene, we worked on it one day, and then it was in the show four days later. So there's a simplicity to it, but it's that whistles, the whistles and bells that we, there's a book called Buddhism, Plain and Simple, that is such a great book.
1: Yeah, I gotta read that. It's literally on my list. It's
0: a great book, and it's a quick read. And uh, where you go, right now we're talking about So I think about improvisation, I think about what this woman had a hard time with was letting go of self. Yeah, because and other people come into that class and they have a hard time because they have brought in all these machinations from the other disciplines where they go.
1: Well,
0: yeah, and it's also their personality, but also they have grown up with improvisation, where you've got to get the who, the what, and the where are at the beginning of the scene, Mm and then you've got to figure out who it is that you're, what it is that you're, who it is that you're, and then the game of the scene. You've got to figure out what's the game of the scene, Mm -hmm. as opposed to what I think that your uh, your fellow cast members are going through is like here we are
1: not thinking about all the, all the myriad of things that could be occupying my brain. I've got 100% of my brain focused on the awareness as opposed to I've got 20% of my brain focused on the awareness because 20% over here is thinking about my lines and 20% is thinking about the blocking i got to do and 20% is thinking about uh, how do I look and 20% is going, is this good enough? You know what I mean? And right. then you, you're, you're working at full, full. <laughs> I remember one time Jason because when he first got on SNL, he was like, he was, he was like I'm, I was like, how's it going? You know, how, you know, what's it like? And he's like, it's good. He's good. I'm, not, I'm not at 100% yet. And, it, and, and, you know, now he's fully at 100%. But I remember it's just that, it's just sort of dropping that, it's, it's being it. Because when you're scared and you're, when there's fear involved, you cannot think. You, you don't have full capacity of your brain. I, I this much.
0: Absolutely. And, and what you just said about Jason made me think, because uh, I remember talking to Andy Richter when he just uh-huh. got the job working with Conan way, way ago. Yeah. And I remember calling Andy yeah, and what, saying, what's that? They've been together a long time. They've been together a really long time. Yeah. And, uh, and so when, when Andy first got it, I called him off the phone and I said, how's it going? And he goes, hold on. And he closed the door and he said, he's really scared. He's really scared. And I said, I can tell. Yeah. I can, I watch the show. Yeah. And I can tell. Yeah. And I, and he now is not scared anymore. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't been scared in years. Right. But, but when you're dealing with somebody scared you don't have the trust in you yeah
1: that's you know when i took the classes with jeffrey tambor one of the things he used to say is the first thing i ever saw of jeffrey tambor we were doing blue man on arrested development and jeffrey tambor walks the first time, the first time i ever laid eyes on him was he walked by our trailer with a fake penis and just kind of looked in and we were all like oh my god did jeffrey tambor just walk by with his dick out? like oh my god and then cut to Three years later, I'm now taking his acting class. In Beverly Hills? Uh, Yeah. This was in Santa Monica at the time. Got it. Um, But he used to teach, and it was an amazing teacher. So Mm -hmm. super inspiring. Um, And uh, he, he said, you know, when I'm on set, I keep it really light. I just, I'm always, I keep it really light. I joke around, especially, you know, I just try to keep that vibe, that energy super light because there's so many ways you can go you know, when you start thinking about how many people are here and the money it's costing there's so much right so much stuff that there's so many pitfalls that you could fall into. By just
0: keeping it light, it just keeps that it, it, it keeps it simple. You know? And that's a choice that you have to keep it light. Yeah. Because uh, I did a Roseanne uh-huh. and it was horrible. Oh really? Oh, it was one of the most miserable experiences oh, I've man. ever been on. Ever. And she did not keep it light. And you can uh, tell right away, you could tell right that everybody and that's the top was fucking of the chain. Scared. That's and it man. it will go down. Yeah. And then I looked at Fred Savage Because I was on uh, What show is he on? Wonder uh, Years? Work no. Working? No What? No, not Wonder Years That's a long time Working right? Working?
1: Working? Uh, working? How long ago was it? Oh,
0: I don't know 10 years ago 10 years? 12 years ago Something like that Anyway uh-huh. So he had this great fucking show I think it was called Working And um, I And when I say great fucking show I mean was the experience was really great right. Because he would walk in and, and you would just go Oh, he's in charge And mm-hmm. everybody's having a good time Yeah same thing with, uh, yeah, Spin City. I was on Spin City uh-huh. uh, uh, when uh, after What's-His-Name left. Michael J. Fox. Yeah, and then What's-His-Name was there. Uh-huh. And then Heather Locklear was there. <laughs> and it was just one of the most, ex- one of the most pleasant experiences I've ever That's been on. so great. And they would, you know, Brian Boswick came up to me and uh-huh. said, we haven't talked all week. Yeah. You've been here the entire week and we haven't talked. I d- yeah. Come on now.
1: Yeah, Modern Family was, I did a Modern Family last year and they were all so, Ty Burrell walked up, hi, I'm Ty hi, I'm Eric, hi, I'm Jesse. They were all so, nice. welcome to our show, so glad you're here, and it was, you know. Yep. It was awesome, it was, it was just, it was great. It was super cool. Just that, that, and that permeates into the work that they do. Absolutely. Because there's no difference between, like, cut, action, life, all the same.
0: Great, let's end there. All right. That was really good that was jeffrey nicholas brown there's somebody you want to have on the set will you i mean this guy's grounded he's focused he's just he so chilled just to be with him and uh got a lot of laughs what a good man uh 80 to comedy with asky thanks ian foley our producer emeritus the guy that had the idea for this podcast thank you ian I want to thank laura parker our co-producer i want to thank her for her technical assistance i want to thank my friend al rose musician extraordinaire for our theme song, I Feel Like a Million Dollars, from Al's album, Sad Go Lucky. And we, of course, want to thank you, our listeners. If you liked our show, give us a positive note on iTunes, won't you? It means a lot. If you're interested in having me, Dave Rizowski, at your theater, your in improv school, your corporate event, drop me a line at dave at addcomedy.com. Thank you, and we'll hear you in our ears.